Once there was a very rich magician who had a great many sheep, but at the same time this magician was very mean. He did not want to hire shepherds, nor did he want to erect a fence about the pasture where his sheep were grazing. The sheep consequently often wandered into the forest, fell into ravines, and so on, and above all they ran away, for they knew that the magician wanted their flesh and skins, and this they did not like. At last the magician found a remedy. He hypnotized his sheep and suggested to them, first of all, that they were immortal and that no harm was being done to them when they were skinned, that on the contrary it would be very good for them and even pleasant. Secondly, he suggested that the magician was a good master who loved his flock so much that he was ready to do anything in the world for them. And in the third place, he suggested to them that if anything at all were going to happen to them, it was not going to happen just then, at any rate not that day, and therefore they had no need to think about it. Further, the magician suggested to his sheep that they were not sheep at all. To some of them he suggested that they were lions, to others that they were eagles, to others that they were men, and to others that they were magicians. And after this all, his cares and worries about the sheep came to an end. They never ran away again, but quietly awaited the time when the magician would require their flesh and their skins. George Gurdjieff loved this parable very much. His whole philosophy is contained in this small parable. And this parable represents man in the ordinary state of unconsciousness. It is one of the most beautiful illustrations of man as he is. Man is a machine. Man is not born to be a machine, but man lives like a machine and dies like a machine. Man has the seed of a great flowering of consciousness. Man has the possibility to become God, but that doesn't happen. It does not happen because man has been hypnotized by the society, by the state, by the organized church, by the invest the wasted interests. The society needs slaves. And man can remain a slave only 
if he is not allowed to grow into his uttermost flowering. The society needs your flesh and your skins, and naturally nobody likes it. Hence the whole process of socialization, of civilization, is nothing but a deep hypnosis. Man is being hypnotized from the very moment he is born. He is being hypnotized that the society exists in his favour, for his good. That is utterly wrong. He is being hypnotized that he is immortal. He is not. He can be, but he is not. And if the hypnosis persists, he will never be immortal. You live only as a mortal being, because you live in the body. The body is going to die. That which is born is bound to die. Birth is the beginning of the body, and death the end. Do you know anything more than the body in you? Have you experienced anything higher than the body, deeper than the body? Have you seen anything in you which was even before you were born? If you have seen that, then you are immortal. If you know your face, original face, the face that you had before you were born, then you know you will be there after death too. Otherwise not. Man can be an immortal, but man lives surrounded by death. Because man lives identified with the body, the society does not allow you to know more than the body. The society is interested only in your body. Your body can be put to use. Your soul is dangerous. A man of soul is always dangerous, because a man of soul is a free man. He cannot be reduced to slavery. A man who has an immortal soul in him has a deeper commitment to existence itself, to God Himself. He does not care a bit about the man-made structures of society, civilization and culture. These are prison cells for him. He does not exist as a Christian or a Hindu or a Mohammedan. He cannot be part of a crowd. He exists as an individual. 
the body is part of the crowd your soul is not your soul is deeply individual its flavor is that of freedom but your soul cannot be put to any use in the marketplace the society needs only your body and it is very dangerous for the society if you start striving for the soul because then your interest changes you turn from being an extrovert into an introvert you start moving inwards the society is outside the society wants you to remain an extrovert interested in money power prestige and all that so that your energy goes on moving outwards if you start moving inwards that means you have become a dropout you are no more part of the game that is being played on the outside you don't belong to it you start diving deep within your own being and there is the source of immortality the society prevents you from going inwards and the best way is to give you a false idea that you are going inwards the magician told to the sheep that they are lions suggested to them that they are immortals hypnotized them in believing that they are not only men but they are great magicians when you go to a church you are not going in words when you go to the temple you are not going in words but the society has hypnotized you that if you want to go in words go to the church but the church is as much outside as anything else the society has hypnotized you that if you want to go in words go to the priest and the priest is the agent of the state and the society and the priest has always been against the mystics because if you go to a mystic you will start moving in words a mystic lives in a totally different way his energy has a different gestalt his river moves in words so one who comes to a mystic falls in tune with the mystic will start moving in words naturally simply spontaneously that is the whole purpose of being with a master with a mystic this book